0: This is the Perfectly Mentored podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy.
1: Hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of Perfectly Mentored. I'm your host, Jason Portnoy, and we are back with the Ask Jason live show where I feel that questions from people live, you're not going to want to miss this one. Check it out.
0: All right. Okay, so first question we've got: What's one marketing tactic or strategy that you think will never go away? This is from Willie.
1: I actually like this question. What's one strategy I think will never go away? I think the having the right message, putting it on using on the right media and to the right market will never go away. So. I think if you look back at how advertising used to be, it used to be just, okay, cool, we're going to put our advertisements in a newspaper. We're going to put our advertisement in a magazine. We're going to put our advertisement in direct mail. Then it switched to radio. Then it switched to TV. Then it switched to to social media marketing, which is what we do. So it switches. The modalities have switched. I guess the mediums have changed. But having the right message, which is the most important part, you don't even have to take any facebook course in your life you have a great offer and you put it on facebook you'll win so the right message to the right market to the right using the right media is really the dan kennedy triangle magnetic triangle that's really how you're able to advertise in any market to any different things just don't be platform agnostic if tomorrow facebook ads stop working and TikTok becomes a new thing the it's still It still stays the exact same way. So I think that's really, it's. I don't know if that's really a strategy or tactic, but it's really focusing on having that right message and knowing how to deliver it and putting it out there. Aside from that, I think just being able to write sales offer, copy is never going to go away. Becoming great at copy because copy could be written, it could be spoken, it could be said, it could be on video. Becoming a really good copywriter and learning how to sell is a skill set that will never go away. But from a marketing standpoint, message right, market right media.
0: Okay. All right, we've got a question from Daniela. She asks, she says, you see a lot of businesses. What do you think most can improve on?
1: A lot. Most businesses, I think, need to, one, start looking at their growth seriously and understand what are they investing in? Are they investing in growth? And need to stop looking at certain metrics coming in. For example, growth over the last few years have been pretty easy. If you understood online marketing and you are able to just, there's been such a boom in the last couple of years with online marketing, that when COVID happened and all these different, the bubble I call it of internet marketing kind of happened, it was very easy to get results. But I think that made a lot of business owners lazy. I think the biggest thing I see that they're not doing is not focusing on the things that are in their control. It's very easy to sit there and want to pass blame. I think it's a hard thing for human beings as a whole, forget this like even from a business standpoint, but as a human being, We always want to look for something else to blame. It's never our fault. And that's a human emotion that I've been, that I have it at times. And I try really hard to to battle because at the end of the day, I want everything to be my fault. And I want everything to be be on me, the reason why. Because I think that's a game that's worth winning. If you're in control of everything that you do, then that's a very liberating feeling. If you think about it, it can be a very scary feeling of like, my business isn't growing, it's my fault. Or it could be, I, it's my fault. Therefore, I have the ability to make it grow. It's not circumstantial. It's not this algorithm broke or this changed or this platform's not working anymore. It's now my control. So I think <clears throat> business owners really need to look at themselves internally, look at themselves in the mirror and sit there and say, okay, cool. We had a good run, but what's in our control right now? We could fix, we could A-B test landing pages. We could try different creative. We could go all in on a different channel. We could try joint ventures. We could try going all in and being there for our customers, which I think a lot of business, businesses aren't doing right now is how do you dial in and really show customer appreciation? How do you get people coming back? It goes back to the three ways to grow a business. The Jay Abraham something I'm very big in pushing is the get more clients, get them to spend more and get them to buy more often. Only three ways to grow a business. So focusing on that, you really now start seeing what's in your control and what's not. I think people like to blame a lot and I don't, This isn't we're switching off of a business question, because I think that's the biggest thing human beings as a whole do, is we like to pass the blame onto others when really looking, look at yourself. And I think businesses, owners and operators need to start looking at themselves and starting to sit there and say, all right, what are we responsible for? What's in our control? So we're not held hostage by social media platforms, by agencies, by this, by that, by our marketing team. What's in our control that we could really do it and help? And this, we say this to our clients all the time, that we're partners in your business. Our job is just like part of the equation. If you do your job, we'll help, we'll be an accelerant. But if you don't do your job, if you don't focus on things that are in your control, you'll make our job harder and your results will be there because I think we're a really good agency. The results will be there, but it won't be to the level that it would be if you actually did your part.
0: Exactly. Yeah, very true. Okay. What's something you wish you could go back in time and tell your younger self from Lucy?
1: Aside from investing in in, in certain stocks and things like that and playing lottery tickets, it's a good one. It's funny that I don't have a canned answer for this because it's like such a typical question that everyone gets yeah. and I never had a canned answer, but it's the same reason like when people you ask me, like, where do you see yourself in five years? I never have had a canned <laughs> answer for that because that's so fluid and changes. What would I tell my younger self? I think I look at certain things now and I sit there and say, man, I had that idea five years ago. And it's not like an idea for an invention, let's say, but it's, I watched the growth of a business or I watch what another business does, or I watch how someone went from seven figures to eight figures to nine figures. And all those ideas were there for me, for my business, but I didn't execute. Mm-hmm. So I would just tell myself, trust your gut, trust your instincts and go all in. On go all in on it. We search a lot for people to give us validation. A lot of my early years were spent trying to get validation in my own beliefs and when I already knew in my heart what I should be doing. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner and you're wired that way, you have that instinctual compass that could tell you Mm -hmm. what to do. It's the ones that aren't real entrepreneurs that just have to like always find, always ask for the way and figure it out. But most of the time, like Look, I have coaches, and a lot of times when I ask a question, I bite my tongue after I'm like, stupid validation question. I already know the answer, and I don't care what answer that person gives me. I actually know what the answer should be. So I think just I would go back and tell myself saying, yes, just yes, do Mm -hmm. it, go all in. When I was seeing Facebook groups become really huge and people were building hundreds and 200,000 follower groups years later, when they started, I had that idea. So I could have had a 200,000 person group, I could have had all these things, but I didn't act on it. And I didn't do it. So I would go back and sit there and say, you have the information, you have the tools, you have the toolkit. Now it's just executed. I think that would be the biggest advice I give give myself because everything else is just, man, there are so many things I look back on right now. And they're coming to to my head as I'm thinking about it, like, man, could have pulled the trigger on that, could have done that, could have done that, should have done that, should have done that. But when you're young, and you're new to business, you don't trust yourself as much. And now, looking back at it like that's something I try to always have to remind myself now when I'm faced with a decision. So when I'm faced with a decision, I look at myself and sit there and say what's the upside and what's the downside and can I live with that downside? And if the answer is the upside is good, the downside I understand because you need to understand there's no perfect scenario. There's no opportunity in your life that does not come with a downside. I don't care what the opportunity is. There's no opportunity in your life that doesn't come with a downside. So I look at what's the upside. Cool. I get it. That's a good upside. What's the downside? Okay, I understand the risks involved. And can I live with that downside? If that happened, am I okay? And if the answer is yes to that, then I should be pulling the trigger and doing everything I need to do.
0: Yeah, that's a really good way to look at it. Okay, so this next question is a little bit off topic, but it's a good one uh, from Josh. Why do the Cowboys suck?
1: That's an awful question. I don't even know how <laughs> this never even got past. They're disappointing. I wouldn't say they suck. It's been disappointing. It's hard to be a fan. Every single sports team I like has proven one thing, that I am the most loyal person on the planet because I should have abandoned ship on almost every single one of my favorite sports teams ever. So this just proves that I'm a pretty loyal person. You just have to look at the teams I root for. But this is an awful question. And I'm not giving it any more thought to that. So next.
0: Ooh, okay, you shut that down.
1: Okay. All right. And Josh, um... don't ever respond on this on the show again. <laughs> yeah
0: okay what's a movie every entrepreneur should watch from charlie
1: oh i thought you were gonna ask me like what what's a good movie that i watched? top gun was incredible <laughs> i love top gun
0: wait one or two
1: one's classic but i just saw right. two like last week for the first yeah. like everyone's been talking about it and i every time i tried to make plans to go see it, it something fell through top gun mm-hmm. 2 is incredible everyone should go see a movie every entrepreneur should watch for some reason i like the social network i think that's a good movie but i think that's a typical Mm -hmm. answer i think everyone should go watch a documentary called the defiant ones so that's the defiant ones it's based on it's around it's a documentary on dr dre and the rise of beats and like his up and coming and, and everything like that that is an incredible documentary for any entrepreneur to watch i think that would be my number one choice i don't know if that's a movie but that's a That's definitely a documentary everyone should watch.
0: Okay. All right. Let's see. I started a podcast, but I suck at interviewing. How do you get better? Do you have any tips from Izzy?
1: Yeah, I definitely relate. Go back and watch the beginning episodes of Perfectly Mentored. I am awful. To the point where I had every interview question written out. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what you gave me. You could have told me, yeah, and then I invented the cure for this and I'd be like awesome question number four and I wouldn't go down that path and everyone who listened to would be like he just told you that why didn't you follow up on it the only way to do it is to do more there's no strategy there's nothing I could do I got better at public speaking because I spoke on more stages I got better doing interviews because I did more interviews I and I still get better at them I recently posted something with all the outtakes that I've ever had on on my first video that I tried to film my first video that I tried to film I spent two hours filming a one like a one minute video or something like that. It was <laughs> awful. And now we're live here. We're pushing out content every single day across over a million views a month on YouTube. And that comes from just put putting things out there and just continuously doing it and not worrying what other people think and that we're our own worst critic. Whatever we think is just <laughs> is magnified. No one sees the insecurities we have the way we see them. So just. Get over it, do more, keep doing them and try your best. So, I think my best interviews have come when I scrapped all questions. I had an idea of what I wanted to ask and the things I wanted to know. And then I was prepared to whatever they answered to follow up, go down the rabbit hole and figure things out, scrap some questions that didn't relate. And you just get better. Like, there's no tool like public speaking. You could go take a course on public speaking. You could get better at your voice and tonality and you can get better at a lot of the different things that i'm working on right now you can get better at stage presence you can watch things like that but at the end of the day you're only as good as your practice and putting in the reps right you can't get muscles by watching youtube videos on how to get muscles got to go to the
0: okay practice makes perfect
1: this makes you prepared
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then execution makes you better so yeah. practice is you standing in front of your mirror And going, hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of Perfectly Mentored. I'm your host, Jason Port. That's practice. Execution is, hey, Megan, this is a real interview. Let's go and get under the belt and and do real interviews.
0: All right. I think that's it. Great. It went pretty well.
1: Short episode. I see in the comments, Tom. Hey, Tom. um, Congrats. Tom. Tom's in here right now. He just got married. Congrats. And he's in Amalfi, Italy, so showing off. So thanks Thanks for showing that off. And then there's another question. What is a company that you highly recommend that I can apply to? Hope you give us legit companies to apply to. It would be great if you could help, for starters. I don't know what that means. What is a company or how, any company that you want to work for is a legit company to apply and work for. So I don't understand that question. But happy to go deeper if you want on the next show. Megan, thank you. Sorry this was rushed. If you were doing this weekly, every Friday, see, that's how oh, this is how bad today is going so far, right? Now. <laughs> Every Friday, we are going live. Every week, we are live on here. Megan is the incredible co-host, making sure all the questions get answered. And we're in here. Head on over to jportnoy.com if you want to learn more or you want to figure out a way to work together. Aside from that, stay on social media. We'll keep you posted on where everything's going. And thank you so much for your time. I got to go back to being a dad and get some work done as well, but wanted to make sure that this was done. We had an episode. So thank you, Megan. I appreciate you.
0: Of course. See you next time.
1: Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly someone who wants to take their business to the next level. And I understand that being an entrepreneur, it's a lonely place. It could be a lonely journey, which is why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just super important, as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you have in order to scale and grow your business. It's why I launched the Market Domination Coaching Group and it's we are open for invitations right now to join. So to request an invitation and book a free diagnostic consultation, let's call it a game plan call, head on over to marketdominationcoaching.com It's where I will jump on a call with you and show you at least three ways you could possibly grow your business, whether we work together or not. We'll still do this. Uh, It's going to be the best business decision you'll make uh, today. Uh, So speak soon. Head on over to MarketDominationCoaching.com, book your free game plan call, and I'll speak to you soon.